Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb in studio alongside Steve Siddall as well as special guest Neil Anderson and America's Wealth Financial and Income Coach, Coach Pete DeRuda, having an awesome conversation. And something we like to do on the program here is go out and uh, look at a year. And Coach, do you have any year that's sticking out uh, to you, is sticking out to you right now that you'd like do to? Do I have one? Yeah. Well, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> year. I, I am too. You know, I was born in 66, believe it or 66, not. 66, okay. And then, you know, look at it. We, we look at we try to do the math because now we're in two different decades. So you try to figure out how old you are. Right. Well, 66 to the year 2000. Now we go 2000 all the way up here to like 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost 24. Oh, yeah, 23 plus uh, the other numbers and plus it comes up to numbers. 57. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not funny yeah. after a while, is it? No, no it's so not. I do not have a favorite year. I think every year that I'm here is a favorite. That's great. That's yeah. great. Well, we, we had done 1966 before, and I know people love taking a trip through time. I was talking to Pepe earlier here before we uh, turned on the radio microphones, as it were, and he had mentioned the year 1969, so how about we check that one out? Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. 1969, an exciting year as we close out the decade with some unforgettable events, including one that shocked the sports world. Super Bowl III played on January 12th. The game, regarded as one of the greatest upsets in the history of sports, the 19-and-a-half-point underdog New York Jets with Joe Namath defeated the Baltimore Colts by a score of 16-7. The game is over. The New York Jets are the world champions. Also in January, on the 30th, the Beatles gave their final live performance on the roof of the Apple Building in London. The live performance was an impromptu event that ran for 42 minutes. On January 20th of 1969, Richard M. Nixon is inaugurated as the 37th President of the United States, and the popular children's television show Sesame Street debuts. Fast forward to July 20th, when Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, astronauts from Apollo 11, become the first humans to set foot on the moon. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I'm going to step off the limb now. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And who could forget what happened in August? The most famous music festival of modern times, Woodstock, took place in a farm in upstate New York. More than 400,000 avid music fans attending to see The Who, Jimi Hendrix, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, and many others. And it's one, two, three, what are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. The next stop is Vietnam. By 
today's standards, a ticket wasn't cheap. It would cost you $18. and put a little dent into your monthly rent of $135. So put away your peace signs, headbands, and bell-bottoms, and let's return to the present. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. So 69, close to 66. Yeah, very close to 66. Yeah, $18 for a concert ticket, but that's a lot of money back then. That's a lot of money back then, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember 1969. What were you doing in 69? Um, did you go see, to Woodstock? I was, I, no, I did not. Okay. I was, uh, I don't know, I must have been 12 or 13. Okay, okay, yeah. You know, so I was aware of things, yeah. Yeah. You were still trying to trick-or-treat, probably. Well, sneaking it out, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. You start getting older. He's, yeah. That year that they say you're not allowed to trick-or-treat anymore right. is a sad year. Well, yeah. What's interesting to me about these pieces when we do this is, and maybe I'm sure you guys noticed this too, the 60s, when you think of it, what do you think of it? Flower power and the hippies oh, sure. and all that stuff. And then when you think of the 70s, you think of disco and you think of certain things, the 80s, synth and hair metal bands and stuff. We got to the year 2000 and it's almost like we hit pause. Do you guys find that way? If you think of pop music today versus about 15 years ago, yeah, it's pretty is much that the same, same difference of like 70 to 85? Because if you think in 1969 and 1985, you're going from the Beatles to, to like Rush and Tom Sawyer. And, you know, that's huge. That's yeah, I don't I absolutely. find that interesting. Well, I find flock that of seagulls when you talk about hair oh, bands. Yeah. Hey, there you oh go. My gosh, yeah. <laughs> I still remember that video on MTV. Yeah. You watched yeah, it. Yeah. I was fascinated by those guys. Yeah. 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 Very first, uh, one of the first videos was, was it video killed the radio stars? Yep, that was yeah, the opening. Was. The was opening the first, volley. Was that the first video they showed? Or yeah. Is, okay. That was my first concert. Go Go's and the Flock of Seagulls. There you go. Yeah. Wow. No Seagulls. kidding. Crazy. Remember that? I was thinking that guy was crazy with the yeah. hair, but it was yeah. like, it was a great song. I sure. Listen to it every now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny how time flies, but you're right. They're really because we had the big hair days and all the acid rock and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. Really, there hasn't been anything people can hang their hat on anymore. Nothing that I mean, I know the the, the you know Gen Z would probably say different, but if you think of like most of us, we're still rocking our polos or our button ups with our you know jeans or khakis it's not like you're going to bell bottoms or you're going to, you know those, those yeah, key right. yeah. yeah so what yeah. are people listening to these days then? i know i wonder like beyonce beyonce, beyonce there you go that's taylor, yeah. real estate? taylor swift i've heard taylor is pretty swift popular is these days. <laughs> billy strings is incredible strings got some really good country bands yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean i I, I think know. I still listen to my old music. I Bob yeah. Seger and stuff like that. You know? yeah, I, I me think, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drives my wife internet, crazy. You have a lot of just young bands that are coming out, able to kind of get their foot in the door without having to need a huge label, which is kind of cool. For sure, Can't exact round. Bare yeah. naked ladies. Yes. If I had a million dollars, oh yeah, I'd be rich. Now, back in the day when somebody had a million dollars, like back in my grandma's day, she could go down to the bank, maybe get 15, 16% interest on that. Mm. So she'd put a, if she had a million, she didn't have a million dollars. Okay. I don't think she had a couple hundred dollars, but, but right. my, my grandpa was a carpenter, yeah. built his own house. Nice. Grandma awesome. was a housewife, grew up, sure. raised my mom and her brother. So there wasn't much money there, but let's say they did have a million dollars. Yeah. You could get a whole lot of interest. You get $150,000 worth of interest at 15% if you have a million dollars put aside. That was when you didn't disturb the principal. And then we went into, and this isn't a history lesson, it's just a summary of what I've seen in my life. And and then we went into the environment where interest rates were maybe 1%, 2%, 3%. And you have that same million dollars, you're not getting anywhere near. You get $10,000 or $20,000 instead of $150,000. That's a big difference. So then what people had to do, and we saw, I mean, basically I'm summarizing what everyone's already seen. If you're you're over 30, you know this. But but the grannies, like my granny, would have had to take the money out of the bank because she couldn't survive on it, and she didn't want to deplete her principal. In other words, a million dollars she started with. Again, she didn't have that, but this is hypothetical. She would have to go over to the market. 
to hopefully maybe get a better return than she was getting from this from the bank. Now, what was the main thing that people forgot when they were being talked into? Like when they go to the bank and they complain about a CD rate, and then they say, well, go to that corner office over there, and uh, Johnny will sell you uh, some mutual funds. Sure. Or we'll put your money in a better place, supposedly. What did they forget to tell Granny when she was taking money out of that safe place, that CD at the bank or that, that safe savings account, and putting it over in that corner office in the bank? What did they forget to tell her? Well, they forgot to tell her that she's got to work or, or get that balance back up. Oh, they forgot to tell her she could lose the money. Oh, right. <laughs> lose the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's complaining about the fact that the bank's not giving her enough interest. So they say, go over there and Johnny might be able to help you. And Johnny in the mutual fund department said, oh, yeah, we can definitely do better based on averages and what, what we saw yeah. happen in the last 100 years. This, well, all the stuff they use. Sure they right. do. Yep. There's lies, damn lies, and statistics. And statistics <laughs> can be shaped any way you want it by looking at different entry points and different yes. different outry, different leaving points. Yep. Yes. Right. So yes. what what they forgot to tell a lot of folks is they were, they could lose their money. And then what, when they once they put the money in the market, they started losing it. And then uh, they heard, don't worry, it's just a paper loss. It'll come back. And maybe it did, maybe it didn't. A lot of stocks never recover. We right. hear about the stocks on the air was look at cisco technology i mean it's really never recovered from the year 2000 yet it's yeah. still around 54 dollars a share or something like that 50s and then 50s 40s 50s compared to what it used to be in the hundreds right then it was for the longest time it was in the 20s and 30s we did a show about seven or eight years ago called the tale of two cisco's where we compared cisco technology uh -huh. to cisco food s-y-s-c-o right. yeah. you see this big 18 wheelers I going up and down that. the street yeah and cisco foods was always making money because people needed it needed cisco food, technologies yeah. once you bought a router you didn't need to keep going to cisco all the time or whatever so they kept right. to keep obsolescence what you bought today they want to make it obsolete tomorrow so you have to go buy a new one yep. so like back in college days when i was there just at the end, I started seeing it. But we buy a textbook. It was used like 15 other semesters. It was the same textbook. Yeah. Well, the textbook company started saying we can make, and it was only like $20 for a used book back then. Right. Textbook yeah. company started saying we can make a lot of money if we just update our book every year. Like move the page numbers around. So when a teacher says go <laughs> right. read pages uh, 10 through oh, 80, the yeah, pages different. aren't yep. there. Yep. So yeah. they would just rearrange the book, come out with a new edition. You had to go buy it. And then, oh. then they started saying we can charge more than 30 or $40. Let's try the 100 200 yeah. right. Books are not cheap anymore, are they? Right. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know where I was going on that. In other words, as things change when we, when we get older, we need right. to make sure that we have enough money to do what we want to do. And that's why even Tattoo back in the day told us. You need a plan. So he said, the so plan, the, the plan. plan. You have to have a plan when we go to retirement. And the plan is not to, hey, I'm going to retire Monday. <laughs> Start giving me money. Where's yeah. the money going to come from? Oh, I didn't think about that. You have to have your own income plan using the money you've already put aside yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's not having to reinvent new money. It's using money you've already put aside. And it might not be sort of like we talked about a minute ago when, when, the, when Granny took the money out of the CD and went to the stock market. You're not going to have to invent money and you're going to put the money in a safe place where you can't lose it that's a magic thing when we have an income plan we go to the safe side of our planning firm all safety no risk and we devote a certain amount of lump sum to that safe side to give you a stream of income you can never outlive that you get a check every single year we call it a financial fill-up strategy this takes the worry out of living prospering and enjoying retirement. You don't worry anymore when you have when you know the income's gonna come. You know exactly the date it's gonna come to every single year for the rest of your life. Yeah. Well, even, if like you, even if your balance goes to zero, the money yeah. still comes. Even if you pass away, it still comes for your spouse. And, and, you say, well, no, I love the fact that when you do a plan like that and you yeah. lay it out, you can see this is what I'm gonna make this yeah. year, this year, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. If I live to be 100, guess what? Still making money. Yep. 
And Still we're fiduciary, good. so we can't over-exaggerate. So we're going to show you the worst-case scenario. Again, we're not negative, but if I can show you the worst-case scenario, chances are it's not going to be that. It's going right. to be better. Yeah. It'll never be worse, though. Right. Compare that to someone. Look, I, I, I've spent a lot of time reviewing life insurance contracts where people have come in and say, well, uh, my, my, my broker or my insurance guy sold me this years ago, and it hadn't performed like he said it would. Mm-hmm. Here's right. the illustration he or she gave me, mm-hmm. and it's illustrating 10% interest. Yeah. Or so, twelve percent. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, and, and the interest rate environment there was maybe one percent or two percent, four at the at the most. So how yeah. are you, how are you going to have a plan if your planner didn't give you the right plan or use the wrong numbers to begin with? Yep. So we use the right numbers. We use your numbers, and we use guarantees on the safe side to show you what the income could be. And Steve, it really. Neil, it takes the worry out of living in retirement. Thomas, sure. anybody out there listening, it does take the worry out of living in retirement, and it doesn't hurt you to see it in writing, even if you decide it's not for you. How can you make a decision if you've never really seen the facts on the other side? So we're going to give you the facts on both sides. We can analyze what you have, make sure you don't have too many financial termites in your current plan. Those are unnecessary risk, fees, and commissions. We can help you exterminate them, get a plan you and your family can depend on and be proud of. Thomas, the next 15 people call right now, we're going to give a golden ticket to give you your very own Coach Pete Power Plan that has that total retirement plan in there and the income streams and the financial fill up all included at no cost or obligation all right folks that number to call 800-661-7383 800-661-7383 or text keyword plan to 600 700 that is plan to 600 700 coach p Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.